Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, news roundup, information overload hour. Your call's coming up, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program, final half hour of the program today. We got a great Hannity at 9 tonight. It is day 33. Uh, Americans held hostage, abandoned behind enemy lines by Joe Biden. And uh, they don't seem to want to ever talk about it. Ever. If you noticed when, remember, we played this over and over again. Joe Biden said it. Nancy Pelosi said it. Anthony Fauci said it. Jen Psaki said it. They'd never do it. They didn't have the ability to do it. It wasn't the role of the federal government to do it. And then we go back to the day that Joe Biden unveils his mandates as it relates to vaccinations. Let's take you back. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory. Perhaps the federal government should step in and issue mandates. And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, that is the role that institutions, private sector entities, uh, and others may take. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. There you hear it, Biden, Saki, Pelosi. I don't think we'll ever see anything mandatory with vaccinations. Flip-flop Fauci. Now they unveil it. Uh, The first thing I said the day that Joe announced this was, buckle up, there's going to be a lot of lawsuits, and I don't think this is going to hold legally and constitutionally. Uh, Our friend out in Arizona, Attorney General Mark Burnovich, 
now running for the Senate. I think he'll be a great senator. I think he'll beat Mark Kelly. Uh, he now is the first attorney general to uh, outline his lawsuit uh, against the Biden administration for these mandates. And uh, anyway, the attorney general's office called the the countrywide mandate unconstitutional. First lawsuit filed against the Biden administration and the federal government, he says, cannot force people to get the covid-19 vaccine. Uh, and, uh, sir, welcome back to the program. It's great to have you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on today. It's important to note, too, that you've been successful already in suing the Biden administration. Let's just go over your history because you're a lawyer's lawyer. You're a law guy and uh, your arguments are pretty powerful. Well, Thank you very much. And you know, Sean, we've talked about this before. I successfully argued Brnovich v. DNC, which obviously allowed states to enact common sense election integrity measures. Just yesterday, we led an amicus and a coalition that held, even Obama judges said that the Biden administration has to follow the law when it comes to deportation on immigrations. And so, you know, sometimes these cases are difficult. They take time. The left is so organized and they attack you. But I thought, and I do believe, and you know this, I believe it's so sincerely my heart of hearts, that what the Biden administration is doing now with these vaccine mandates is the most dangerous attempt at concentrating power in one person um, that we've ever seen in the history of the United States. So we have sued the Biden administration and him saying that these vaccine policies, these mandates are unconstitutional, that he has no authority under the U.S. Constitution, and that basically what he is doing is shredding the Tenth Amendment, which preserves power to the states over these issues. And what he's doing also is inconsistent with prior case law. And that if we don't stop this now, we are going to continue to see this radical shift of power from the states, from the people to Washington, D.C. And whether it's nationalizing elections, whether it's tax and spend policies. And now, Sean, it's over this fundamental issue of bodily autonomy, personal liberty, that any government, the federal government is going to come in and tell you that you have to inject something into you. I mean, that is completely crazy and contrary to not only the powers the president, and he has none of this power in the Constitution, but it's completely inconsistent with our rights and liberties as citizens of the United States. Let me ask about these past comments that I played of Biden, Saki, Pelosi, Walensky, Fauci, all saying they wouldn't do it. Does that factor in at all um, to the lawsuit? Is that relevant in any way? It might be, but I will tell you what, if you go and read our lawsuit, one of the things that we do point out, and I think this does demonstrate the hypocrisy and the hubris of the Biden administration, is, you know, the chief of staff essentially retweeted something that said that what they're doing is a the ultimate workaround, so to speak. So we, the fact that people in the administration doubted that they have the ability to do this, and then on top of that, they literally are basically acknowledging that what they're doing is the ultimate workaround the law. I think that will be useful in future lawsuits. This is why, but let me let me explain this workaround, because what they're saying is they're using OSHA and the Labor Department to enforce the mandates and saying that that OSHA has emergency authority. But there's very specific language, legal language, as I understand it, my reading and understanding of it is that that's very specific language would not apply to a pandemic, would it? Absolutely. And even folks on the left, when they rely on these, like I, I was at the barbershop this weekend, and, you know, someone's like, oh, well, there's a Supreme Court case, you know, 100 years ago. And I don't want to get in a constitutional argument at the barbershop. You know, everyone's trying to watch sports, you know, the college football. But that case, Jacobson dealt with whether a state 
could do something. And traditionally, public health, safety, welfare were left to the states, not the federal government. And furthermore, it was literally a $5 fine, one-time fine. It was something that was very de minimis. Versus what the Biden administration is doing now, they are using the heavy hand of the federal government to literally threaten people's livelihoods, threaten people's businesses, basically shut down contractors that you know could have millions of dollars in, in government contracts, health care providers, nursing homes. This is a massive power grab, make no mistake about it. And when it comes to OSHA, I guarantee you the comments they've made will help because it shows that what the Biden administration is doing is arbitrary and it's not really about the law. But at the end of the day, this is one of these fundamental problems or one of these issues we need to address as a country. Why does the federal government have this much power in the first place? Why have we ceded so much authority when it comes to education to the Federal Department of Education? Why are we ceding so much authority to agencies, these alphabet soup agencies like OSHA? I mean, is OSHA even constitutional in some of the things they're doing? But even if, even if they could promulgate these rules, the fact that Congress never gave them explicit authority in this context, I think that makes it all constitutionally suspect, Sean. One size fits all medicine doesn't make any sense either. There, there's no exemptions for people with rare medical conditions, for example. Uh, I, I quoted yesterday extensively on this program uh, an article that came out in the Epic Times about Dr. Robert Malone. Now, he happens to be the guy that the doctor, the medical doctor that discovered the technology that led to the mRNA vaccines, that would be Pfizer and Moderna. Johnson & Johnson is more of a traditional vaccine. And he is saying that natural immunity, uh, based on every indication that he can see, and he cited a specific study out of Israel, uh, is much, much stronger, longer-lasting, and better than even the technology that he himself discovered. And we have, for example, Pfizer and Moderna now admitting that the efficacy uh, of the the vaccines that they put together uh, diminishes uh, greatly over time. And hence, I guess that's one of the reasons we're also seeing all these breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated people coming down with positive COVID tests. Sean, I know you are with me on this, and we have said this is about individuals and their autonomy and their ability to make their own health care choices. And that's simply what it's about. It's about the fact that no government, especially the federal government, can require you to inject something in your body. And we saw this even in the context of the Obamacare lawsuit. You know, I've been attacked by a lot of folks because I was part of, you know, that lawsuit. But I, bo- I believe very strongly that it's up to individuals. They should be responsible for their own health care choices, and it shouldn't be nationalized. But even during that case, the the Supreme Court recognized that the federal government can't require you under the Commerce Clause to buy insurance. So if they cannot require you to buy insurance, how can they require you to affirmatively inject something in your body? And so I feel very strongly that we're right on the right side of history and the Constitution on this. And these choices, these decisions should be left up to the people. And I do think that part of the reason why, and you know, I'm a, I'm a public school kid. I'm, you know, I live in my same neighborhood, middle class neighborhood I grew up in. And you talk to your friends, your family, and, you know, 
people are confused because one day they're told, oh, it didn't come from China, and then we find out it did. Then one day you're, you're told, wear a mask and not wear a mask. You're told the vaccine's 90% effective, then it's 40% effective. And so there's been Kamala Harris, the flipping vice president of the United States, said she wouldn't get the vaccine if Trump told her to. So there's been so much mis- and dis- disinformation out of the Biden administration. People are generally confused. And when people are confused, they're uncertain. The last thing they need is Uncle Joe and whoever's whispering in his earpiece telling him that they got to inject something in their body. That's why people are nervous, why they're so concerned about this. And I'm concerned about it, not only for those reasons, Sean, but I, my goodness, the love of the Constitution and this notion that we've got to push back against federal overreach. Because if we give the president this authority, that's something that King George didn't even dream of. Um, we will never get it back. And this is a classic example of this erosion of liberty that we really need to stand up and fight for now, regardless, regardless of what you think about the vaccine and everything else. It's important that we need to do everything we can, all hands on deck, fighting the Biden administration. All right, quick break. We'll come back and we'll continue more with Attorney General Mark Burnovich on the other side. Your calls after that, 800-941-SEAN, our toll-free number. You want to be a part of the program. Exposing, uncovering, unpacking the lies of the left every day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. And as we continue with the attorney general and now Senate candidate from the great state of Arizona, uh, Mark Vernovich is with us. Let me change topics on you and ask you about General Milley and if these allegations by Woodward and Costa are true and that somehow he conspired uh, with Nancy Pelosi and I guess other generals and members of the Joint Chiefs and had them pledge make loyalty oaths to them that that he would insert himself in the chain of command and usurp the constitutional authority of the president of the United States as the sole commander in chief and and prohibit that president from launching nuclear weapons. And then uh, simultaneously telling his counterpart in China that, you know, if we're going to attack you, I'll give you a heads up. I'll warn you um, if those things turn out to be true. Uh, what would that how would you describe those things? In a word, if they are true, it is treasonous. And it hurts me to say those words, Sean, because, you know, I was someone that, you know, wore a country's uniform. I was a judge advocate general. And the thought that anyone, anyone in our military at any level, but especially the highest levels of the military, uh, consorting or having these kind of communications undermining the commander in chief is absolutely despicable. And I think it's treasonous. And this is one thing I learned when I was in the military. You may not like the person, but you always respect the rank. And our Constitution clearly provides that the president is the commander in chief. And that, what if, if it's true, if those allegations are true, um, it worries me. And my, my first reaction when I heard about that is, you know, there's an old movie, Seven Days in May, which I haven't seen in years, but it's all about how the generals, you know, like try to take over the country and it was supposedly based on their, you know, Kennedy and stuff. And I thought to myself, the left used to be so paranoid about how powerful the military was and the generals having control. But when it comes to anything, anything that deals with anti 
President Trump, it's okay. It, the ends justifies the means. And once again, it's not only intellectually dishonest, it's dangerous. And so I would urge anyone, independents, liberals, all these people on the left, they need to understand that once you see that kind of authority or you allow generals to unilaterally decide which commanders and chiefs or which orders are going to follow or not, that is the road to tyranny. That is the road to, you know, what happened in ancient Rome and Greece. All the very things the founding fathers, the framers of our Constitution understood when they created this brilliant document, the Declaration of Independence, and then this Constitution, it was all based on all this history, understanding what dictators and tyrants and kings did in the past, and that's why they wanted the power to the people, they understood our rights came from God, and that there were these checks and balances, which included not only the executive, legislative, and judiciary, but the states. And the fact that anyone, especially anyone in our military, would do something like that, I think is dangerous on so many levels. Well, looking forward to the Senate race, you against Mark Kelly. I know a lot of people communicate with you. How can they, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, Attorney General, Senate candidate Mark Bernovich. Uh, Sean, you are the godfather of the website. Mark B. for a... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. 
Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN is our number. Uh, Linda and Ethan and I, we just haven't had time to get to it yet. We've been following the case of this missing young woman. Uh, her name is Gabby Petito from Long Island. Her boyfriend is a person of interest in her disappearance. And according to a new police report that revealed this tension between the two that had been building and they had this months long cross country trip that they were on. And and the boyfriend's name is Brian Laundrie, 23. And, he's, and the oddest thing, he, why is he stonewalling investigators? You know, he's probably the last person to have seen her, the last known person that we have information that was around her, according to Northport, Long Island police spokesperson Josh Taylor at a press conference. And then so now he's a person of interest. And he says, how do you define a person of interest? He said, that's up to you. But we're interested in talking to him. If she's out there, we're doing everything in our power to bring this young woman, 22 years old, home. Her parents rightly are devastated. And anyway, they were in the middle of this cross-country road trip out west in what was, I guess, a converted Ford Transit van when the family last heard from her, which was late August. And about a month before she was reported missing by her mother, the young couple apparently got into a spat. Cops were called. This happened in Utah. And they said at the time that it had turned physical, but they didn't have evidence to arrest him at the time. And this piece in the New York Post goes on to explain that tensions between the two exploded on August 12th when Petito began slapping laundry outside the Moonflower Community Cooperative uh, during a fight over the uh, phone. According to a a police report, Petito later admitted to responding officers that she was struggling with her mental health. I approached the vehicle and saw the only occupants being Gabrielle and and Brian said the police officers involved in this. And she was in the passenger seat crying uncontrollably. At no point in my investigation did she stop crying, breathing heavily. She was breathing heavily. Or was she able to compose a sentence without needing to wipe away tears and wipe away her nose and rub her knees with her hands? And, you know, apparently she scratched the guy laundry while trying to slap him, prompting him to lock himself in a van to create distance between them, according to the police report. Anyway, cops then determined that the most appropriate course of action would be to separate the parties for the night so that they would reset their mental states without interference from one another. And both of them, you know, reported that they're in love and they're engaged to be married and didn't want, didn't wish to see anyone charged with a crime. There was no significant injuries, uh, Etc. Etc. And the two spent the night apart, and also the the boyfriend telling police that both suffered from an undisclosed mental health disorder and had not been taking their medications. All right. So police are now reviewing surveillance footage of the trip that they documented on Instagram. And anyway, five days later, they were again. They were in Utah, and they went to a national park in Wyoming. And then Petito's mother said she received a text from her daughter's phone, uh, the last she'd ever gotten, and it read, no service in Yosemite. Uh, I do not believe the text on August 30th was from my daughter, she said. The van was in Florida on the 1st of September, 
and I think I can do the math. And anyway, she, they've been repeatedly pleading with his boyfriend to tell them what happened, including in a new statement released just yesterday, calling him reprehensible for refusing to cooperate with the investigation and saying that he left their daughter in the wilderness with grizzly bears and wolves while he sits in the comfort of his home. And why would he do this to this girl that he selfishly remained silent on top of it? And the police, you know, the, the lead agency in the investigation, it includes the FBI, said it's combing through hundreds of tips that have poured in. In my experience, intimate partners are often the first law enforcement focuses their attention on in cases like this. I, what I'm having a hard time with understanding, Linda, is why this guy wouldn't bend over backwards. And I don't care whether they had a fight or not. She's 22 yeah, the years whole, old and she's missing. I, I mean, as a parent, as any parent is listening, you know, friend, sister, whatever, you hear a story like this and it's your worst nightmare. You know, it's like she's on this trip. She's engaged. She's young. And when you're young, things are they're very intense when you're young because you don't have the perspective of even when you're in your 30s and your 20s. And so I, I think it's they probably had this intense fight, you know. I don't know anything about this person. And I thought it was interesting because the father, when he gave the statement, was like, I don't really care about Brian right now. He's like, I just want to find out where my daughter is. That's all I care about. And I thought, you know, that's the same. That's what any parent would say, right? Because he just wants to find his daughter. And he's like, he doesn't have to talk right now. He's not under arrest. He's exercising his constitutional rights. Let him keep his peace until he's not allowed to. Right now, all I care about is getting my daughter back. I think it's very sad that this young man is not helping them and has chosen to have self-preservation over finding somebody that he was about to spend well, the rest of his point, life with. I read in one article that he said well, he's taking the advice of his counsel. Well, that's the weird thing. So he's holed up in his parents' house in Florida. He's already hired an attorney. And I'm not, you know, our, our justice system is such a hot mess where you have to prove you're innocent, you know, the whole thing about, you know, innocent until proven guilty, it's the reverse in this country. You're guilty till you prove yourself innocent. But even still, if you, if you were innocent, you would be out with the family, searching, trying to understand, explaining your last moments with her, what happened. None of that is occurring here. So that just looks terrible for him. And this, this young girl's dad is questioning the fiancé's silence. He said... You know, no red flags that he saw no red flags before the trip. I've got questions, but the only one that matters is where did you leave Gabby? When did you last see her? Where did you last see her? Well, why think would, about why it. Why wouldn't he answer that question? Why, those You're are on simple a, questions. A hundred percent. In my mind, yeah, I agree with the Northport police officer. Yeah, that makes you a person of interest because I don't care if I hated the person's guts. They had a fight, whatever. She's missing. She's but remember, two years old. They're both very young. But putting that aside, he drove from where they were in the middle of the country in the vehicle that they were in together alone all the way back to Florida to his parents, got an attorney and hasn't said a word since. So I'm like, OK, so you didn't think to tell anybody that you were driving this vehicle home alone without her in it? And you, I mean, her mother made it very clear. You know, she's like, she's in the middle of Yosemite. Why, why didn't he pick up the phone and call the mom and right. dad and say, we just had a big fight. She was going to attack me, uh, you know, if, if he wanted to say whatever he wanted to say, but, you know, based on the Utah, whatever. Uh, Incident, I left right. her here. You need to go get her. 
Why hundred percent? Or call local. Ship- if call call nine one one. Call nine one one. There is a woman alone that we were together. We had a fight, and she's there alone. She needs help. Why would hundred percent? Exactly right. There's a lot of things that should have happened that haven't happened, and unfortunately, almost all of them raise a red flag and not in his favor. And unfortunately, I think it's very sad when someone goes missing for this many days. You do. You start to think, what happens? And her mom even said, like, there's wolves there. There are bears there. She's a tiny 22-year-old. You know, she weighs like 100 pounds. Like, she's not going to be able to fend that stuff off. I'm sorry. I don't care. You don't abandon somebody in a park or anywhere. And, you, you know, and when somebody's missing, you help. You you offer, you don't, you don't. You do the right thing. Attorney. Yeah. You do the right thing. That's exactly it's right. It's hard to do the right thing, but you got to do it. You, 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 why is this even a question? This is like Agreed. one. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't envy the, her parents and I don't envy her friends and family. Well, with and every day that goes sad. by and I don't want to say what I'm thinking, but everybody knows what I'm thinking. Of course, we're all it thinking the, the same odds, thing. The odds decrease every day that goes by. And th- this guy's just sitting there, you know, lawyered up, you know, hold down in his place in, in Florida. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, that's that's uh, I just uh, there's I have no words for this. You know, there's something called basic fundamental human decency. OK, some couples aren't meant to be together. They don't get along. OK, I understand that. I can get that. OK, but even so, you know what? Let me get you to a bus station. You can go home. Let me get you to a train station. You can go home. Let me get you to a, 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 a you know, an airport. You can go home. Then they can call Listen, mom and dad and make sure that they're involved. And, and at least, you know, you've you've protected somebody's safety. Right. You know, I mean, everyone has had those arguments in their life with a right. loved one. You've had moments in your life well, when you've talked to somebody you because you try and tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, when I'm telling you what to do, I'm usually thinking of your best interest. So, okay. but putting that aside, Think but when you're, about that. yeah, yeah. When you're arguing with somebody, are you really, are you what? Go ahead. I'm just teasing. Go ahead. Yeah. So, but in all seriousness, when you're having an argument with somebody and, and this is a person that you love or you're married to, or you're in a relationship with or whatever it is, and you're hot and heavy and you're ticked off about whatever it's easy to lose your cool and talk to this person that you say you love so much, like they're a complete stranger. Like you have to level set. Remember, you're on the same team. And if you can't remember that, then you need to get out. But you can't, you can't let that situation escalate. And if he walked away, good for him. But you can't walk away and leave her and not tell anybody. And now she's stranded in the middle of the woods. Like that doesn't do make any sense either. You can't do it. You're you're right. People have disagreements, arguments, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, it should never be, never ever come to anything violent. Period. And if it shouldn't, case, but it does every day to okay, many, does, many people. It, it happens in many cases. My advice to people: if you're feeling that bad, and it's getting, if things are ratcheting up to that level, and glasses are being thrown, and and people are attacking, you have got to remove yourself immediately. Hundred percent. Get yourself out of that situation. And probably my advice is if that person's capable of going there once, they'll go there again. Get out. Sean, we actually have the dad. Do you want to hear it real quick? Yeah. Whatever you can do to make sure my daughter comes home, I'm asking for that help. There's nothing else that matters to me now. This, this girl right here, this is what matters. That is it. Anything else, 
It comes second to this. Thank you. I mean, it's just so sad to me. And the, the even sadder part of this is it happens every day. You know, yep. people will always ask, well, why does this story make, you know, big news? If we would apply the same level of concern and care to every person shot, uh, wounded, hurt on a more regular basis, and only instead of just picking up ones that people use for political reasons, this is a case where it's not political, then we'd be a lot better off because you make people aware. You can't go around shooting people in the neighborhood. You can't go around abandoning people as a, you know, as a man, you never raise a hand to a woman, period, period. End of sentence. There's no exceptions under this. You can put your hands up to defend yourself and then walk and run away if you have to run. You know, what do I tell you with all my training and in martial arts now, I'm entering my ninth year with all my training. What do I always tell you I do? I, 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 I go so far away so fast. I just, people can say anything they want. I will avoid conflict like that with every ounce of energy I have, unless I'm cornered and I have no choice. I don't And that's the do- thing. You're learning, you're learning defensive training. You know, I, I always have a saying like, I'll never hit first, but I will hit last. And I think that, you know, if you're in a situation and you feel like your life is in danger, you should get out. If you can, you should get out. I- I, you know, you don't have to get along with everybody. You don't have to like everybody, but you have to respect everybody. It's it's very simple. Now, I have a lot of people when I go out in certain places in public that are pretty disrespectful. I have no problem with words. I do, you know, and then, you know, when the finger goes in my face, you, you're in very dangerous territory at that moment. That's not a good thing to do. But what I do is I take big steps backwards very carefully and and I put a hand up and say please give me my space and um so far i've been effective at saying i the words please don't make me hurt you have come out of my mouth a number of times please don't make me hurt you please i'm begging you and when people hear that i don't know why that line seems to resonate but they're like looking at me like you're crazy but quick break right back we'll continue That's going to wrap things up for today. Loaded up tonight, 9 Eastern, Hannity on the Fox News Channel. Uh, We've got a big show tonight. All right, we have the latest on Millie. We have the latest on Afghanistan. Now day 33, Americans held hostage behind enemy lines, abandoned by Joe. We have Mark Burnovich, the AG of Arizona, his lawsuit on vaccine mandates. Uh, We have the author of the Bidens. Wow. Wait till you see some of the allegations in this book. And... The case of this missing young woman from Long Island, her stepfather, will join us. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News, set your DVR. We'll see you then, back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with us, and thanks for making the show possible. We never forget it. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.
Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter. The Burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, bynacom slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off.